Hey everyone, and welcome to another Gadget Talk. I hope everybody's having a great beginning of the week. Um, I'm sure our Aussie friends are on, and that's so I'm hoping you're having a good starting of your midweek. And so, but I am so excited about tonight because Chad and I've been talking about this one off and on, uh, doing this this smart cash, and it's going to be a lot of fun doing this build, this series over the next few weeks. So, how are you doing, Chad? Uh, your mic is muted. Thank so. you. I was putting my desk up, and so I didn't want you to hear it. Uh, yeah, no, doing great. Uh, excited about tonight's build. Um, if you guys have been watching the Instagram, you've kind of I've been kind of posting photos of it, kind of spoilers. Yeah, you just kind of um, see some teasers. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited to get it done. So, um, you know, and it, it's one of those things I want to go over on how to how to start where we're going to start and everything. But actually, we can go over that in a minute if you want to go ahead and do our uh, our uh, advertisements. All right, quick. here we go. If you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Logwork, the creators of the fantastic logbook made with genuine right-in-the-rain paper, the logbook's designed for the micro-containers of the present and future, geared towards the hider who'd rather go caching than doing cache maintenance. Find them at logwork.com, that's L-O-G-W-E-R-K.com. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. All right, so we got a lot of people, a lot of places coming in. Of course, Tom's checking in from Texas, and yeah, we're about to get some snow or some weather and stuff like that. Unfortunately, I think it's coming with from Chad, the Tricassius, coming. Oh, okay, yeah, I was going to say not us. Arizona, not <laughs> you, but bringing all that cold weather down. If that's the case, y'all need to go back up, and I believe Tom's going to agree with that. Y'all got to go back up there. Um, we got... Of course, Andrew Bell on the Move joining us from California. Houston Dave is on, and he says he is also looking forward to tonight. So great, Pizza Ninjas on, so welcome. And Gary, Gary's on here, back from being up here in Memphis this last weekend as we were working on getting some of the side events ready for Cash Fest, doing some planning. Y'all don't want to miss those. And yeah, we're going to be doing an announcement show, but it's not when Gary said it's going to be because that's Super Bowl Sunday. I'm, we're not going to compete with Super Bowl. Anyway, and then also <laughs> we got on here is uh, just finding our way from Arizona. So just welcome everybody from all over the U.S. And I'm sure our Aussie friends will be jumping on here in a few, in a few minutes. And uh, so, but thank you for joining us. And a lot of people are looking forward to this cash build tonight. Um, so, yeah. So where do we start, Chad? No. <sighs> Okay, no, no, this is fun. This is gonna be great. Um, so where I start typically whenever I'm building the cache 
is sorry my angle here my camera is driving me crazy um is uh uh drawing it up right so um first of all what kind of where am i going to put it what container am i going to put it in um basic stuff like that i mean if you're a cash creator that's pretty much where you start and right. then you know your whole concept of the design then starts after that so the container i have that we're going to stick it in is 30 inches by 30 inches by okay. 11 inches deep right. um and so it's it's fairly a good size so what right. i want to do is i want to kind of fill the container up with the cash to make it right you know yeah as big as we can right because it's gonna be i think it's gonna look a lot cooler if it's big uh the biggest we can make it so bigger the better yes um we should make a life-size one for an event sometime that'd be fun oh that'd be fun i know where to get part of this <laughs> <laughs> so um I don't, I don't want to reveal too much yet because i don't want to spill i want i don't want to pull a gary and spill too many beans yet yeah I don't sp yeah don't spill too many beans um so the way i start is uh i design it up so typically i grab um a tablet here and um uh oh sorry i pulled it on there um so it's a uh a quad ruled tablet uh, that I have here. And that's where I usually start. I don't know if you can see that, if it's yeah, bright enough. It. Yeah, um, it's all right. So you can see there's squares on it. And then I always mark out 30 by 30, whatever the size of the container is. And then I can start designing it there. So each square I make one inch um, okay. is the easiest way for me uh, to do this. Um, so that's what I used to do now uh, with, uh, you know, having all the design programs, you can, you can make that right online. Um, right. and so that makes it a lot easier, but then sometimes when I want to go back and look at it and sketch some stuff out, it's a little bit tougher. Um, but let Dave, me Dave saying, says that tablet doesn't need batteries. The tablet. Yeah, no, it doesn't. No, I have a fancy screen that you can write on. Um, it's actually not here. I haven't brought it home yet, but I think it's more work setting it up than it might be worth. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so you draw out your, your section and I'm, let me see if I have here. I'm thinking about it. Um, if you can, well, you want that picture? I'd have to share this screen. Um, okay. Let me go down. So we'll just draw it out here. We'll just count 30 real quick. Okay. Well, it doesn't have to be precise here because this, you're just telling us what we're doing here. So, okay. That sounds good. 28 30. I don't, <laughs> Or 12 or four by let's make it square now and i think most people are going to look at this and go oh yeah that's exactly what i do i don't know but that's just me because i like to make it as close as possible right I know, I understand. and that's why i use i've been using my ipad with uh the note program in there where i can do the grid paper in there as well so yeah i don't my ipad is somewhere around here i don't know uh, I saw what you did on your uh, live feed. That was actually really cool. Yeah, that, and that's how I, if I'm going to be sketching one out real quick, that's what I'm going to be doing real quick. Yeah. I can do a line. That's the way to do it. If you here and crop it. So. Um, so what I did was, so this is 30 by 30, say, and then I got to figure out how high I want. So how wide it's going to be and how tall. Um, this one's a little bit tougher to do because there's extra parts on the side of the cache um right. that's going to be there that is not part of the door or the mechanism part that i'm designing at first so you kind of got to figure out all that and then you got to figure out size on it um okay. so um and honestly i don't remember here exactly what size i made the door 
Um, but the way I, I pretty much did it, and we're just going to kind of mess around on here. You keep saying Bring door, but does anybody know what we're actually doing yet? Well, we mentioned it, right? I think so, but I'm see if anybody sure was paying did. attention. So, <laughs> put in the chat what Chad is drawing. See if, if see if you remembered if we mentioned it or not. See see what he's drawing, and uh, so we're playing playing Pictionary, Gadget Talk Pictionary at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, and I'm trying to remember the exact size that I made the door. Now that I'm thinking about it. So okay, so let, like oh, I said, put it in, in the chat. Let us know what 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 if you know what Chad's drawing um, at all. Uh, Gary, you can't say. Um, uh, can uh, sorry. So uh, Dave wants to know can can I sign his logbook for FTF? Um, it, just find our way says that doesn't look like at all like the pictures he posted. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Um, I actually am looking back at the room because I'm like, what did I do? When I made it, so it's actually fourteen across. So this is going to be way off. So, okay. So um, Tom says but, it's it's the door to to a portal to the ape dimension. Yeah. So pretty much this is kind of how I did it. It goes across, V's down and over, um, and then you'll just have your inside frame. We're just going to do this real quick. It's not even close to being accurate. <laughs> That's right. terrible. I'm embarrassed it's about it's, this. It's a sketch. It's a sketch. It's what it is. It, it's a blue, so it's anyways. A, uh, Rough this track. is how I start my design process, figure everything out. Um, and unfortunately, I didn't do it on this because of uh, CAD programs now uh, that you have. Uh, and let me just see. I'll just share my screen real quick. Okay, so Chronically um, Tired Mom is saying, is it Boo's door? And, and Gary's saying, Buckaroo Bonsai. Wow, that's buckaroo. a throwback. Yeah, geez. Um, so... Let me... <laughs> Houston Dave says it's a gadget cache that holds Tom's beer. So, but yeah, this I'm gonna go ahead and drop your build cam there for a second. Yeah, go ahead. So, um, I gotta go back over here to this. So, here's my sketches, my designs. Um, pull that stuff out. Now we can go back in. Now, what program are you using here? Is this part of what this is program? the program that came with my uh, uh, CNC machine? Okay. Uh, so it's it's uh, nothing special. It's a standard program that comes with them. Um, but uh, yeah, anyways. So would um, we be it's called Carbide program? Create. So would we be able to get this program to do this as well, or do we have to have a CNC machine to do this? Mm, I believe it's a free download. Okay. Um, you can use several and it has several different machines on it. So there's a lot of, a lot of the programs like for 3d printers, resin printers, they actually right. have all the different, uh, machines on there, uh, that you can actually select. So when I designed this, this is 30 by 30. Um, I think here, let me actually, let me, uh, go back and double check here. Uh, so I have one inch spacing. Uh, I have the grid to show, so you can get rid of the grid if you don't want to see it. Um, and then I have it at 30 by 30. So um, when I did that, whoops, then I started to design my door. So try to figure out the scale that it came from. So this is the exact frame itself here um, that I designed first. And then I designed the door with the panels 
Oh, shoot. I should have grouped that. That's all right. I did the same thing when I was doing mine. Grab something and forget to get everything into it. Yeah. And every program is so funny. I use so many different programs that have different settings. So I got to yeah, remember have, it. Yeah. They have their own little quirks with them too. Yeah. So you know what I'm going to do is, so this is how I design it. So here's the door frame. Here's the panels. Now, um, normally the panels I did are a little bit different. We'll kind of go over that uh, as well. Um, and then on here, these are the two sides that go on each side of it. So I kind of designed it as all individual pieces. Right. Uh, we can ungroup this real quick and then I'll just regroup them individually when you put it together. So this piece goes here and I'm just looking at a photo. I got to grab the corner of it. Right. And, so and uh, just kind of making it up. So it's not a hundred percent accurate. It's probably pretty close. Um, did I share with you the photo I was going off of? I probably didn't. Uh, well, no, you didn't. Um, but chronically tired's mom is say, so, um, if it is booze door, you need to paint it white with pink flowers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You've seen the photo I was going off of. Oh, my iPad's right there. I can show it. Um, so let me ungroup these. So I just love how as we're doing this, we're seeing diff how different we can build different things. Now, all this is going to be cut out on a CNC machine. Am I correct? Or is this correct. just the sketches of this? Okay. Yeah, this will all be cut out on the CNC. Jeez. So and sure I, I love this because it just makes that. it um, such a great way to really to be able to do these nice, clean cuts. I mean, can you can you do it without a CNC machine? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I was cool. actually going to do some and show people how to do it without this uh, CNC. Um, and maybe we'll go over that here at some point. So it's this just, is pretty much where I started. More time, because with a CNC machine, you can just use this is this is the part that's going to take the longest. And then you throw it out, put it on there and it and then you start cutting and you can go go to dinner and go do go to a movie <laughs> and, and it's working for you. I guess, but the machine will keep... Well, I guess maybe your machine shuts off uh, when you're done. Otherwise, the router is just going to sit there and spin. Oh, um, yeah. But you can they can shut off. You can get different ones. Mine isn't that fancy. Um, so this is how my design ended up turning out. So I ended up designing everything. So when I did this design here, uh, my whole thought was I'm just going to go off of these one-inch squares. Um, so I'm going to go up here and just draw uh, what I want. So... Um, We'll just see. We went by this here, and I believe that was 14 tall, but we're just going to make it up as we go here. So here's my straight line. We yep. went out. Uh, oh, I switched it to half inch uh, on this. So here, let's just do this. Hey, I, I, like I said, doing the designs is always is very interesting, and it does take a little bit to get used to the programs at mm -hmm. times, I mean, using a mouse versus a pen. I mean, you can, there's some programs you can use a pen and be able to do your drawings that way as well. Um, it just depends on the tools that you have and what you're comfortable with. Yes. So, but this is pretty much how I did it. Um, I just try to even it out on whatever the grid was. So um, it just makes that tooth pattern a lot easier. Now. 
I'm pretty blind. I'm hoping that that's pretty accurate. Normally I'm zoomed way in. Three. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's. But anyways, this is just kind of showing you how I made it. Um, it's actually fairly simple on a CNC. Um, and uh, so anyways, I need to adjust this one. But that's how you would do it. And then you would create a tool path for it, which would then design how deep it goes. Um, okay. So when you're making certain things, and then you need to add um, parts to it to hold it in place when you're done cutting it. And I actually have video of these cutting. I'll delete that um as well when when i cut them out but that's pretty much what it looks like uh on the cnc and then you can go through if you see these lines here these purple ones here is a different right. setting um and so if we go back here to the tool path on it it is let me find it here and it's kind of hard to see what that says so what does that say oh sorry it's uh I'm sorry. My screen's a lot bigger than your guys's, I guess. It is. Well, um, yeah. Well, and I'm looking at it on on even a condensed version of that on through Streamyard. So, but, but yeah, I think it's kind of like when you're doing those that have 3D printers, you're setting a different aspect into it to be able to like if you're adding a, a part where you want it to change color, uh, mm -hmm. so you want to change the filament out. So that's that's what the, it's the settings on there or the bevel path. Um, oh, so the doors will actually have. Be like so yeah and i'll show you here so what i'm doing is i'm just i am setting up what the router what i want the router bit to do um and so on certain areas and let me find the path so like on the main door it's actually going to cut these out right um i could do a beveled cut on it but it would bevel both sides of the door and i thought about doing it to see how it look uh and i might on the next cut i mean it's not too hard to set up um but and then if you see these little squares here, let's zoom in. Yeah, you'll let you zoom in. Okay. Yeah, um, that's gonna leave some tabs and so some ears. Uh so it won't cut out, but maybe a tenth of an inch uh it will leave of wood. And that way your your part here, your piece of wood, when you're done cutting it, doesn't go anywhere, right? And the router hit it and, and wreck it. So it's gonna stay in place, and then all you gotta do is use a little saw or sandpaper and knock those off, and it's it's all okay. it's uh, good to go. So, anyways, we can go over. I'll show you the real thing here. It's a lot easier, but that's how I designed it. Rather than the paper, the paper is kind of nice, and that's where we start. And typically, and I actually do use paper still sometimes because a lot of times I think about my designs first thing in the morning right. going to work. I always keep one of these tabs with me because then I'm like, okay, well, I'm thinking about it. I got to start designing it, drawing it up, everything like that. Right. So, right. Um, I think we all kind of do that. A lot of us gadget builders. I. I need to do that probably more. I just end up thinking about it and I'll obsess of it over until I even put it down. And sometimes I don't even draw it out. I just get into the shop and I do it. So, mm -hmm. but yeah. And I love just getting in and being like, okay, this is what I want and just start making it. Right. And then, right. you know, change stuff. But, uh, you know, unfortunately with some of the tools you have, you have to, you have to tell it what to do and figure this out. So, right. Right. That um, aspect. So Rumbacast yeah. is saying, I have a makerspace three miles from me. Time to learn some new tricks. Makerspaces are amazing. There's one actually just right up the street here. I haven't been to it, um, but they have all the tools and and then some, right? Way more than what I have. They have they have the the um, plasma cutters for metal and they can teach oh, okay. you how to weld. Yeah. And they, you know, some of them have classes so you can learn how to do different things. 
Um, so those are great places. And usually they're like laser cutters are way bigger. You know, they're industrial size. Um, they right. have people there usually to help you uh, right. if you want. So, yeah, there's one not too far from me. I, I just don't, I mean, I spend so much time in my shop. I don't need to go over there, do some other stuff. I mean, if I did, I'd be running over there just to do like using the Glowforge or using their laser mm -hmm. cutter just real quick. And yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> it would be too dangerous for me because then I would end up running <laughs> my own because I'd get tired of driving back and forth. Yeah. So even the design here on this, you can download these. I think this is free um, and you don't have to, you don't have to buy it. There's also a paid versions of it too, that already have designs in them, um, which this has the one I have has, but anyway, um, it, you can do one inch pieces and then you could actually print it out. You could actually take it to Kinko's if you wanted a full size for a template, you right. can go to Kinko's and they will actually print it out in full size um wh whatever you want to do on this i mean i could cut these in quarter on quarter inch wood and use it as a template for a router um right no, no, that'd be seen that's the scene that's the other way um roma cat uh, not roma cats um andrew bell on the move is saying i'd use a jigsaw well of course you'd use a jigsaw you got a i jigsaw, would too you got it you got a jigsaw you got a drill and you got a drummel so of course <laughs> you'd be using the that'll be the best tool out of the three do you do this? <laughs> I considered doing this on a bandsaw just to to make it on the bandsaw. Um, yeah. But what's the point of having the CNC if you don't use it? <laughs> no, I know. Just because yeah. no one, not everybody has it, right? So it's nice to show people you can do it without it. I, right. I, I and I would, I would use the bandsaw. That's, I mean, that's what I have for something that big. I would use my bandsaw, or I'd use my jigsaw. Um, so yeah, I would be, I'd be right there with you, Andrew, on that part of it. The big cuts would be on the table saw, then come back with the other stuff mm -hmm. but it'd get cut it'd get cut somehow <laughs> uh now um so we can i can show you the parts that i cut so and what i used on it and then a few other things in that uh and then we'll kind of start from there so um right. before you go we'll over go there over... chad hey chad before yeah. you go over there turn yeah. your camera off on this on this one but it'll keep your audio so then i can just have the other screen up there we go. All right, we're good. Oh, hold on. No, I have to keep you in there. We just turned the camera off. Oh, well, we got it here. You got it? All right. Yeah, yeah. I had to turn the other one back on because of... <laughs> well, we'll explain later. No worries. Okay. So, anyway, um, the uh, you can kind of actually see my, my test piece here that I made, the test door. I actually didn't like the way it turned out, so I remade the door. Um, but the parts that I cut out is here. And next week, we'll have some video uh, on this as well. So um, these are the parts here. Uh, and so actually, yep, let's go ahead and do that. Yep. So as he's tilting down, I'm jumping off here so you don't get sick as he's moving stuff around. Um, but yeah, so next week, we're going to have the video of the, the CNC machine cutting itself. Um, because some of this was getting cut right before and we haven't been able to get the video uploaded to it. Um, so, but here is the pieces that you've cut out now. So, so we saw, saw it in the, uh, in the CAD program and now we're seeing how it's nicely cut out and it's got the little, the little, the bevel. Is that the bevel or is that a. Which one? The flute. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. There that you answered the question right there. So it's a flute that's in here. Um, you can see my camera on here that I'm looking at on my computer is five seconds behind you. So hopefully you can see this, but, uh, anyway, 
that's just the flute I made in it. Now, different, you can use all different types of router bits in here, um, but uh, I just used a quarter inch uh, bit on here. So for everything. So um, anyway, so here's the uh, two sides. So actually, let's start how we would, how I cut them out. So started with the door frame, which I don't know if my camera's big enough to show it all. I can see um, the top and I can see about probably about three quarters of it. Okay. Well, I guess the top's the most That's important. Good. That's good. What about this way? <laughs> yes, I can see more of it that way. Okay. You can go a little bit so, further. You can see a little bit further to the left. There you go. And up yeah, about right three inches. Sorry, my my thing is way far behind my camera. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Here, I'll look in the other room. There. There you go. Perfect. That? Okay. Um so there's the uh there's the frame itself. Um, and then we cut the sides on here, which is going to be tough to see. Um, maybe I'll just go back with it real quick. And Yep, that looks good. Okay, there we go. Um, here's the sides of it. And then um, what now I what don't have... What are you using? So on here I'm using... Um, I just This is just test stuff, so I'm just using MDF. Um, MDF okay. Which is not bad. Uh, it's I'm gonna sand. It, I'm gonna seal it, uh, which I have video on doing that too as well. Um, but I can go over that as w uh, here on the show. Um, but uh, so this is just MDF, uh, just for me to test it all. It's a you know MDF's cheap, and I have tons of scrap of it. This is all scrap wood, so from <laughs> leftover from projects. So um, nice scrap wood. <laughs> yeah. Um. So here's the frame. Um. The one thing I didn't account for on the door was it has square corners uh, and wow. your router leaves a rounded corner here. And so um, I need to, I needed to sand the corners of them. So they're not perfect. So I have to recut it at some point. Uh, and then also I'm going to trim a little bit more off the sides of the door. Um, but this is pretty much it. And remember how you saw that router channel right in there that's what i did here because i didn't develop now i thought i could go back i can go back with a router a hand router and, and bevel this a bit but i'm okay right. with it yeah it doesn't have to cool. be perfect no 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 so um and if you look at boo's door this is the exact design of boo's door so um, oh, that's cool and then i have actually one part i didn't show in here that i do have in the main door is uh there's two pieces of quarter inch here that stick up um right on the side of this and i can actually bring that over in a minute but we'll do these first um and uh so anyways i cut it all out um you can see this is scrap that was something that was painted um this will go there so this is pretty much the door it'll all get put together um and then we'll have a, a nice hinge system on it um, and, uh, it should, it should work out pretty good. Now, my thought on this is, is I'm going to cut this main door frame again without the door. And I'll just have a sticker sheet on here with lines for people to log instead of oh, having okay. something you actually get into. Then I think it, I can keep it thin, like, a, like the real door. Um, uh, right. right. So there's like kind of room behind it. Um, uh, I thought about making a container almost type of thing, which I still can, but, I think I'll just have that as just the log area in there. 
So I don't know. It's one fun thing about designing the stuff is you kind of make it up as you go on certain things. And right, right. And that's the way yeah, it is. It so, so I mean, because this is going to be taking up so much room, uh, it, when it swings open, yeah, the kind of having a place just where they sign on the back, I think that's kind of cool. I think that's really neat. Kind of like how Andrew, you get to sign on the lightsaber, you get to sign on the back mm -hmm. of the door of this, or on the front of the door, or, or not on the front of the door, but. Yeah, that's that's cool. You know what I should do is a piece of acrylic on the back, inset in the wood with LEDs around it, so it kind of it lights up. Anyways, that'd be cool. Thoughts, thoughts as you're building it. Um, yeah, exactly. How can we make it more blingy? Yeah, and then if you notice this hole, this is for the light it. that's going to go up here. So there's a light, and so I wanted to have a hole for the wiring, um, and and to center it, so I know exactly where the center is. So, um, but. Uh, yeah, so that's what we'll end up going there. Um, so that's pretty much the setup. So um, I can see if I can bring the other one over. I quickly put it together. Um, but. See, I just love the way that has turned out and really looks. And that just looks really cool. I love that. Let us know in the chat. What do, what do you think of this? What do you think how this is looking? Does this look like a booze door for this? Or what, 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 what are you thinking um how this looks all right so chad's got this back in here so this one has this this one's been primed right or yes it's yeah. just primed um i sand sealed it and then primed it and it needs more sand sealer on it um but uh this is pretty much one done it has the quarter inch pieces here as well that i did not prime yet i forgot them i took this to work and primed it at work so i forgot these two pieces at home but uh this door here you can kind of see how i changed it so these panels here the recessed parts of them are smaller and I wanted them a little bit bigger. Um, I think it looks better if you look at the picture of Boo's door. So, yeah. Um, so I got, I have to say this GCD SK 11 says, don't laugh, but who's Boo? So this <laughs> is based off of monsters Inc, which was a Pixar film. Uh, and it was one of those. And it's actually kind of funny that you say, don't laugh because that's what, was more potent than the scream. So um, that, that actually does make me laugh. Um, so, and then Oz Fox is asking, and we may get to this. I know you'll, we'll get to this in a little bit, so you don't have to say it now, Chad, but he's wondering where does the scream canister go? <laughs> so, and he also says the door looks fantastic. And Andrew says this door looks really great. It uh, looks great too. So. Uh, well, thank you everybody. I, that's, I appreciate it. it it's, I had a, I'm having a blast building it. So, and just coming up with the design. So all I did was Googled a picture of Boo's door and pretty much just, or of scream, uh, monsters Inc door. And, uh, I'm just copying it. Um, so, um, oh, and sorry anyway, for the spoiler. sorry, I shouldn't have said the laugh thing. So, uh, Dave, Dave, uh, Wagner's getting on me. Spoiler. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I should have said that beforehand. <laughs> Yeah, no, no worries. It's fine. Um, so, well, if people have been watching us, you know, if you watch us every episode, I think you'd know where we're going on this. We've only yeah. been talking about it for a while. So, anyways, this is pretty much where I'm at right now. So, this will sit in the container uh, that it's going to go into. And then I have the scream canister. Now, I did it at a 75%. Right. But... Um, I think I'm gonna have to go smaller. It's gonna be close, actually. Um, I think I'm gonna go with 65. Print one at 65 and see uh, how it ends up looking. Right. Um, 
but they're fairly good size next to the door. The canisters are so. Yeah, um, that looks really that they that that looks really cool. I still, well, and you can't get it too much smaller because of the electronics that are going to be going into it too. So, well, the electronics, so I think would be better smaller, um, because um, well, it depends on how I decide to use the uh, <clears throat> what I decide to use for LEDs. So. Um, this is pretty much, you know, let me go to the next room back over here. Okay. All right. So I can actually see live what right. I'm doing. So I'm going to remove this one. I'm going to add the other stream. Yeah. Oh. Sounds good. There we go. Okay. okay. So, um, talking to Dave on this, um, these, uh, LEDs here that are on this strip are pretty cool looking. And so they're actually quite a bit smaller. So depending oh, on like what I want to use, I like that LED strip. I'm at the yeah, it works pretty good. Um, I could plug it in and have it work, but anyway, uh, I can't scream right now. My cold that I had is uh, <laughs> my wife was making fun of me because I was down here trying to scream in it to make it work, and she's like, "It sounded like something was dying." <laughs> 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 but uh, anyway. Um, they're really cool, but depending on how much I need to use on, on the space, I could actually add more of them and maybe double up the LEDs. Uh, I'm not sure. Still design. Um, you know, this is something that actually, uh, Dave is designing for me. Uh, he's doing a great job, uh, on this, um, uh, on the code for it. So, um, appreciate everything he does for us in the podcast. So, oh, yeah. um, I Let's found a couple of designs online and started messing with them. And I was like, you know what? If I ask Dave to do this, he'll probably have it done way faster and it'll be a lot nicer. So, and again, as always, Dave goes, well, what if you make it do this and this? Well, yeah, that'd be really cool. <laughs> it would be better, even better. So, um, I love doing yeah. collabs with Dave. That's yeah. He's a great resource and does, does a really good job on them. So anyway, um, yeah. And these are not very expensive. I end up getting 50 of them, uh, for, uh, think it was like 15 dollars. so was that um, on amazon i think it was on it was on amazon but i don't know if it was some special or not so okay well you'll have to send um, me the link so i can get that okay. into the notes now yeah so i i believe that's the way i'm going to to make it work the other one i have right now which give me one second here the one you see here on the finished canister is um sorry here anything here go to my uh, full my face camera here okay all right i got gotcha. you oh no we where we at here yeah, i had the wrong button all right so um this is where are we going this is the one. uh with regular leds in it um that i showed last week i think and so i kind of like the look it fills it all the way up as well so um right. i haven't decided which way to go on the on the canister itself so we'll see um but anyway just different options part of making your designing your cache and figuring it out uh what i want to end up doing so anyways just got to end up making the canister a little bit smaller but starting with that project there um if you want to use the mdf it should be fine to have out in the weather if it's in a container if you use sanding sealer on it um, which is 
something that I always recommend using on MDF anyways. Um, so on the side of your MDF, it will absorb paint, you know, moisture, and anything you put on there, it'll start to absorb it. Uh, and the end of it won't look that great of the, uh, of the MDF. So um, I can show you a difference on what it looks like. Okay. So I'm trying, I'm looking for those LEDs right now. Um, do you remember what you put in there for? Uh, I can take a look strip. here just a minute. It's not, it's not a, a LED strip. Those there's a lot of those in there as well. No, it's, um, it's a bar graph LED strip bar graph LED. Okay. All right. Um, All right. So that's what I'll look for. So, and I'll get these links in here pretty shortly, everyone. So, You're pretty quick getting those links in because you always find this stuff out during the podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, wait. Uh, so if you look okay. at this, um, this is what the side of MDF looks like if you paint it. I don't know if that camera is that great. Here, go to my face one, and we'll just hold this up here to this camera. Okay. It seems to be better. Okay, Sorry about that. So that's what it looks like. It absorbs all the paint. So I paint, I primed it, did not use sanding sealer. It absorbs all the paint on there. If you use sanding sealer, this is MDF as well. Um, it gives it, a, it will, you can use gloss on it and it will look finished. Um, so you, you spread sanding sealer on it, you sand it. I do probably three coats of sanding sealer, sanding between coats. Uh, and then when you paint it, it comes out nice and, and shiny and it doesn't look like MDF. So, um, and I, I recommend the lacquer versus the, uh, water-based, the water-based just doesn't seem to work as good. And it takes a lot longer to dry the lacquer based stuff, uh, dries within, within an hour easy. So in the water base takes probably six hours, uh, right. to dry. So, so there, I just dropped in the link right now into the chat for this. And then also I did see, and this is kind of interesting, Chad, um, there's one that has colors, so it kind of does the buildup as well. What, yeah, it starts uh, green, yellow, red. It's usually for like a battery or red, yellow, right, green. Right. I considered something like that because we're making this our own thing, but I wanted to, and I have some of those as well. Um, but you know, I kind of wanted just to kind of keep it all the same color because I think it'll be easier and doesn't confuse people. Right, um, because it would, it would it would go to like red, it would go from yellow to red, or green to red, and then it would do it again. So that that would be that. Yeah, I can understand the confusion in that. Now the code for this, Dave is actually going to come on on the twenty second. Okay. Um, and he's going to with you because I'm out of town. Uh, if, if oh, no one knows oh, yeah, that. That's right. So, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, so yeah, Dave yeah. Will be going on the code. <laughs> so Dave will be uh, in, and he'll actually go over the code with you guys and everything, and um show you how it works and and all that fun stuff so um that will be really fun i'll i'll have to tune in and, and uh and watch that i'm looking so, forward to that because learn how to build it myself just every time i spend time with dave and go through different projects with him, i learn so much so that's going to be a fun show so that's on the 22nd so you're not going to want to miss the coating of the scream canister on this how we're going to be doing that so that that's going to be a lot of fun um Wow, I I'm I really am excited for this this project. This it's gonna mm -hmm. be a lot of fun. It, it's fun. Dave put more LEDs. I like that. Uh, I can show you what I did here. It's kind of not really that impressive. It was just something I threw together for the look of it in here to see so, 
how I, think I wanted that's funny it. Because what you think is not very impressive, we all get blown away with. <laughs> well, I think that's for everybody, whatever you're good at, maybe. Now the LEDs that th that light bar that you got are those just one color? Is that actually white or red? No, or what? they're red. They're red. Okay. They're red. So um, if you go back to my desk camera there, um, right. it will we can show it. Um, so this is pretty much my bar graph. Boy, that camera is terrible. Um, you can see it charging there. Um, so pretend I just screamed, or as my wife would say, I was dying. Um, uh, they would charge. And then, like I said last week on my program, it stays fully charged, I think, for 20, 25 seconds. And then right. every five seconds, it will discharge until it gets down to the end, and then it stays discharged for five seconds and then recharges every, like, uh, uh, quarter second it goes up or something like that. I so, Whatever's in the code. It was a really right. so easy code. There's no one wants it. I can out. show it or share it. So, yeah, yeah it's going to slowly just start discharging now. So the way I did my LEDs on here... Um, is uh just take all you this said high tape. tech sticky stuff oh yeah <laughs> you know it's it's one of those things when you have it in the canister you don't know what it looks like inside because it doesn't matter it's just so, a prop so Ozfox uh said i was gonna say the same comment whatever is thrown together would take me days so talking about how i said what you think is yeah. not very impressive is <laughs> Well, I think the same thing when you do videos, right? I'm like, gosh, how do you do that? I would have a lot more stuff on YouTube if I could actually do something like that. Eh, I don't know. So, this is fun. But uh, the way I did this is by with too much tape <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of resistors. Good grief. A lot of resistors. Um, and so, this is all hand soldered. Uh, the way I would do it now, I actually end up purchasing these um, this week as well as when I purchased those those uh, bar graph LEDs um, are, is using this uh, PCB here that's already pre-built uh, with everything. So you'd have your positive, your negative, your LEDs right. inside. Uh, and so I'd end up building that on there. But I didn't do that. <laughs> All I did was soldered it together and then taped it on there. Your negative, your positive. Um and it seems it works just fine. Um, I cut out the LED mount uh, there. Um, I think I showed last week. Um, I cut it out here on a piece of wood, a scrap piece of wood, um, to put the LEDs in. And then the LEDs protrude a little bit from the front. And so I wanted it as flat against the screen as possible. Right. So then I just cut out this little squared area to fit over it. Right. Um, so now the, then the LEDs won't protrude through the top. So, um, nothing big. And I ended up cutting a bigger one on the back. So it actually sits on the bottom of the screen container because it ended up would just fall down. Um, yeah. so anyways, and then I'm using a, um, a, a dual on here, which has, you know, the biggest thing, well, I shouldn't say the biggest thing, but, but one of the biggest things on the different types of, uh, P, uh, boards you have are the in and outs right the the right. inputs outputs this has uh a lot 50 53 54 right right um and these have like 13 well you can use 
you could use more, but anyways, there's not that many, not as many. And so that's the difference. There's a mega that has, uh, uh, looks like 53 too. Then there's some that are 12 bit just depends on what you're using. So there's just different types. Right. Um, I was, I was you, cracking me up. <laughs> Simple. Uh, he says, <laughs> <laughs> and then you can see on this one here, um, this is just a nano, uh, running this one here. So it actually right. has the same as the Uno, um, right. as well. So, You you jumped yourself out. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. I hit my keyboard with my finger. I got to. Um, the other thing I got, I saw this, and I thought, these are really cool. Um, I'm thinking I can take these because it's a lot smaller, and they were way cheaper than these ones. Right. And I could actually probably cut it and use this. So we'll see. There's two of them in here. And so I'm thinking I can use this instead of one of these. But. The line lines hit across. Your, hit, your, hit your keyboard again. <laughs> I, you, ah. Okay, let me let me put my keyboard over here. Yes, please do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making sure you're on top of what's going on. Well, it's like I'm, well, I'm checking to see if anything's dropping out, and it's like, well, yeah, Tad just completely dropped out. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Um. So, uh, anyways, in the back of these are connected, right? So. You can put your LED through here, which we can grab one. Now, the only thing the difference between the smaller one and the the bigger one is that it the bigger one doesn't have the positive negative runs down the side, correct? Correct. So you'd have to run, you'd have to solder in a wire going up and down that. It's a lot more work, you know. And so, if time is money, it's probably not cheaper to do. But right, I'm cheap, so. <laughs> uh, so anyways, these are colored LEDs. Clear ones are probably a little bit brighter, but these, I've had these forever. I don't use these very often. So I thought, well, let me go ahead and use them. So um, actually these, I bought these and they said colored when I bought them on Amazon and they came, right. or they said clear and they came colored. So I returned them and they said, don't worry about returning it. We'll send you the right ones. So that was kind of nice. Um. So anyways, you just have to stick your LED in here, right. secure it wherever you want, probably a little bit nicer than what I just did, uh, and then solder it here, and then you can put your resistor on one side over to your negative. So it will be a lot easier versus the other board. You'd have to actually run uh, another wire the whole length to get your negative and your positive connect. Well, your positive would be individual runs. So yeah. Uh, so these are, these are kind of nice, and I don't think these were that expensive. I have these that are uh, specially made. I have lots of these uh, for other boards too. So if you're looking at doing Arduino projects, we could probably do a whole whole show on whole stuff show, like we this. A, we could do a whole month on Arduino projects. <laughs> so, um, but I don't think Dave would want to be on for a whole month. Oh, he could be on. <laughs> um. Sorry, so here. looking for his parts. Oh, uh, my drawer is stuck, of course. So let us know what, what are you thinking of. And also, don't forget if you are working on a project uh, from like a, a screen canister or any of those kind of things, please tag us. Uh, we would love to see pictures oh, yeah. or emails. So tag us on Instagram at Gadget Talk Podcast. Let us know. Let, just send it to us. We'd love to see the pictures of it. We love following that. I saw some really great stuff and kind of do a follow up. Last, last week, uh, 
Andrew was on Bell on the Move showing us his really elegant lightsaber. And it got published. And I don't know. Chad, have you seen some of these pictures? It's been so much fun. I've been following them. Going through yeah, I saw the email. I honestly haven't had a chance to follow it um, yeah. yet, but I'm looking forward to it. People going I need out to get on there. Dressed as Jedi, holding the lightsaber, taking pictures oh. with it, with the cash. It is awesome. I mean, it is just so much fun seeing all the different uh, poses and everybody's really excited. Uh, that, that, the fair points are like shooting up really fast. It's, it's, it's so much fun. I think it's almost every day there's been at least a find on it. I mean, I've put it on a, a watch list, so it's really fun. So also, don't forget, if you tag us on Instagram, that's great. Um, but if you have a bill that you're working on that you want to share with us, uh, you can email it to us at gadgettalkpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to see those. Chad and I, I, I we see those and, and we talk about them off air and, and different things. And so, yeah, absolutely love seeing that. It gives us some great ideas and just, we just, uh, appreciate that we're getting to inspire you to building these caches so that's that's really great i gotta jump back over to comments now let's see because i'm seeing something coming in um, yeah no oh. um and if you build one let us know because we would love to have you on and show it uh the yeah, podcast yeah. i'd love to see how you did yours um everything i mean it's just it's cool i mean that's for me that's kind of that's way better for me more how do you say it it's not really funner i guess it's not a real way to say it but <laughs> anyway yeah, so, so as we're seeing all these different pcbs out on, <laughs> out i'm getting those. too many out hey, better stop just about like my desk sometimes when i'm working on stuff oh, so it, man. Looks natural. it looks natural yeah so there are different pcbs uh and they're made for them so this is made for a nano uh and if you see it it actually has all the writing on it for the nano on what goes where. So you can actually solder the nano on there and actually solder into where it's going to go. There's a, a ground on this side. Okay. DCC, which is power over here. So you have lots of, lots of power, lots of ground on here. Um, it looks like ground of VCC there as well. Um, so just lots of different things you could do. This is an evil mad scientist one. Um, you know, there's all different brands. This is another one here with lots of grounds. Um, this is just a generic one. It looks like, oh no, no, this is made for, this is made for a nano. Um, you can get ones here like this that actually right. mount to the top of your dual or your mega, uh, as well. So it actually just plugs in, um, that has something in it, but it would plug into the top of it and then you can solder. Okay. Um, what I like to do on these, these ones I use a lot. So this is just a generic one. Yeah, right. your your negative and your positive on the outside, uh, and then these are all just connected in the inside here. Right, um, that's similar to what I have. Ninety percent of the time, this is what I use, um, and then I'll end up putting them on these here, so you can actually change the board out if you want to. So I solder these in separately. So if something happens to the board, you don't have to sit there and unsolder it. You just pull it out and pop it back in. Right. And I can't remember the name of that off the top of my head. Um, Dave, will Dave, Dave will probably be quicker at it. Uh, trying to look on the box here. Uh, Clark, Clark's, uh, I don't know what they're called. Looks like G-L-A-R-K-S. That might be the manufacturer. Anyways, so they come in packages like this. You cut them up. Right. Um, you know, yeah, and I, have, I have a whole bunch of those as well on some of the stuff. I have, yeah. Yeah, so there's all kinds of this stuff. 
um, good way to go if you have a chance rather than using um, using these. Uh, Dave says it's an inline connector. I knew knew Dave would let us know okay. here in a minute. Oh yeah, he's way quicker than that stuff. My memory is the worst anyway, but I would never have guessed that in a million years. We could have been here for over hours, and I want to remember that. So, anyways, breadboards are great for just practicing on or doing something real quick like this. But once you have your project done and made, and you're gonna put it in a cache, making it putting it onto a, a PCB is the way to go it's it's a lot better looks a lot right. nicer and it, and it works a lot better the problem with some of these if you go with i know people that put out breadboards i'd recommend hot gluing in yes. the wires uh if you're going to do that but um i've had them come loose i actually have one that's been out there for several five years that is right. is just a breadboard hot glued in and it has not stopped running never had an issue with it um, it's kind of weird, but it's the only one left out there that's running like that. So, um, but anyway, that's that. We kind of got off topic there, but no, 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 because this is all part of the different aspects of as we're doing this build, a lot of different things we may have to have in there because there is going to be electronics in this. Um, what are some of the components as we're kind of wrapping up tonight? What are some of the components that are going to be in this? Of course, we know the screen canister. Um, so we're gonna have a screen canister we're gonna have a latch now what kind of latch i don't know um i have options from a magnetic latch okay. to the regular trunk latch that we use or car latch um we can use well those would be my top two to use uh and then you could use a uh um what's that latch called the one i used to use and i don't use anymore that is the just a latch. uh the cabinet yeah latch. a cabinet latch um but cabinet latches uh with the way they work you can actually get into them fairly easy and i've actually had them fail and they take up a lot of room so yeah. um i would prefer to use electromagnet would take up no room it would be flat right, right. you would have you just have to have the piece of metal on the back of the door which you could actually cut in you could router that in so it's flush uh and then have your magnet on the other side uh or and so that would take a minimal room or you can just do one of the trunk latches and you'll just have a little area where that sits through right now but with the mag the magnetic latch you have to have constant power to it though correct you do right for it to work you have to have constant power now where this is going to go i'm going to have constant power okay um, so, that, so that's that's what you have to consider consider your location on your lot because if it needs constant power it's going to need it because otherwise if it doesn't need the constant power you got to come up with a different way it's going to latch. So that's just. So this is a magnet, electromagnet here uh, on this one here. And so this was a cache I did for an event. It was called uh, Cache in the Stone, I think. Uh, and so it had a uh, the other part of the electromagnet on the bottom of an ammo can. And you could not lift it. I think it's like a 500-pound electromagnet. And you couldn't lift it off of there without deactivating it. And so you had to figure out a way to, to deactivate it. Oh, wow. uh, and so that was actually kind of fun. So, um, and then I've used them on a couple other caches, but I don't have any current ones out there because yes, if you lose power, so the power goes out, yeah. um, you get a, on, in fact, on this one, I have an on and off switch on the back, a little one. And, uh, you know, it's at an event. It's for fun. Uh, one of the, one of the little kids goes, Oh, well, how about if you just do this and she shut it off and then she could pull the can off. So in the can, so what it was is it had a, a lock on it and the code for the lock was underneath the can. So you had to deactivate the electromagnet to lift, lift it up to look underneath the can. And so I was like, well, 
only a kid would think about. I mean, I didn't even think about that, right? I didn't. It's yeah, not an event. Yeah. I wouldn't think anybody would do it. But so hide your on off button. You overthink things. They don't overthink yeah. it. Yeah. So Thor's hammer was my original thought for that one. Actually, uh, it was before 3D printing. It was before my CNC. It was before I had anything but hand tools, pretty much. Uh, and so I didn't want to go through that. But you know, now that I have everything, I should revisit that thought on that. That's a good idea. Now that. We'll put that on. Maybe that's list. another yeah. thing on the list. Another it's nice. Now we're list. coming up with ideas. I don't have to sit here and think about it so much. So, but all right. So we've kind of gone through kind of what's going to happen. Chad's been working on getting the doors, door, booze door going. Um, and so next week we're going to be continuing with this. We're going to be going to the next step um, of this. And we're going to be showing the, the actual CNC machine actually cutting out the door as well. We're going to have video of that. So you don't want to miss that. We're going to see some of that. Um, what else are we going to go over next week? Any idea, Chad? Well, I was going to go over uh, using the sanding sealer. I have video of that as well. Um, okay. But uh, we'll see what I get done this week. Um, hopefully I'll have the hinge and kind of have that all set up. Maybe I'll have the canister mount. Uh, we'll have to see. My, my whole thought on it would be I'd get the door part mechanism completed with the door opening, how that's going to work. And then I'd probably okay. jump to the, to the uh, canister itself. Okay. Excuse me. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, I pretty much have that figured out, um, you know, and the code that Dave uh, wrote for it. So kind of have that all figured out. So I know how that's going to work. So figuring the rest of the stuff out, I think is, is more important. Um, but I do need to figure out what size I'm going to have that container. Right. Right. And I think this, and I, I know we've talked about it, those that, our avid viewers of gadget talk know that it takes a lot to create a gadget. It's not just something that we come up with really quickly. And a lot of times we put it out there. There's times that that happens. Trust me. I, I do those off and on, but, but for like this type of project, there's a lot of steps, a lot of thinking, a lot of brain power, a lot of brain cells dying. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it um, to be able to build these. So that's just, that's what it really takes. So, but really do appreciate everybody. Now, remember, if you have a cache or, or you're doing some projects and you want to tag us on it, tag us on Instagram at Gadget Talk Podcast or always email us. And we'd love to have you on the show and you can explain your, your bill that you got that you got going on at GadgetTalkPodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to see it. Love to kind of pick your brain about it because I know every time we have somebody on here as well, I learn something. I mean, that's just... I, I, that's, I absolutely love it. Just kind of, and then that's the snowball effect. And that as yeah. we all start doing this and building these different caches and, and gadgets and doing different paint jobs on caches and doing that aspect of it, we're actually upping the game for everybody else that's playing. So, and I think that, and it just inspires so many more people to be able to do that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You know, one thing I thought about on this cache because most of my caches are two to three step processes to get to the logbook. Right. Is when the door opens, there's another, another puzzle inside. So remember that design we did where it has the nine buttons that you have to push the right order. Right. I'm trying to think of a puzzle off of monsters that you could use that on off, off of monsters Inc or something, but I'll have to try and figure that out. We'll have to go over it another time. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to go back and watch the movie again. I'm sure my kids would love that too. <laughs> Me too. My wife so. keeps telling me that we need to watch the movie. Yeah, well, I've Monster sat down to watch Inc. it twice and fell asleep both times. Yeah, well, then you have the second one that they came out too, Monsters Inc., whichever one the other the. And uh, they have a university, Monster and university. they have a bunch yep. of shorts. Yeah, yep. 
So research. All right. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we got to go watch some movies to do some research. So, but hope you everybody has a great week. We will see you next Tuesday as we continue this build, um, th- that aspect of it. And don't forget on the 22nd, uh, Dave's going to be on as we do some coding. So, yes. all right, we will catch you later this week on Sunday. Don't forget, it will be the Challenge Talk guys, Challenge Talk team will be on on Sunday night. So uh, if you want to learn about challenges, go check that out. So, all right, we'll see you on Sunday. <laughs>